This is Analog Spectrum. They're still pissed off because there aren't real sharks on Shark Tank. That's the fanfare. That's my fanfare that music. Is, uh, it's very fair. Yeah, and it's, uh, I'm not a fan. <laughs> this, is, ah. oh, this is Analog Spectrum, and this is Tony. I'm with Doug. Welcome back. And uh, today we're going to do another hodgepodge because we're it so is what it is, baby. So, uh, <laughs> but we got some cool. Well, we got some cool stuff to talk about well, during this hodgepodge. I think a lot of it kind of uh, is kind of I don't know centered around the fact that. Um, like, for example, in one of our previous podcasts, we had thoughts and ideas of things we want to talk about. Yeah. They don't make up a whole podcast. Right. But they got to go someplace. Yes. And here it is. So leftovers, yep. Pretty much. Leftovers. These are like the crumbs on the table after dinner. The delicious crumbs. Yes. The crumbs that you yes. you, you might take your finger, you spit on your yeah. finger a little bit. Yeah. That's kind of nasty. It is gross, but damn, it's good. It's good, yeah. It is. Okay. So uh, anyway, uh, so as far as the hodgepodge goes, <laughs> and Lucy is with us. Yeah, she is. So what people, do you, people may not be able to hear that, but. I can hear it. Can you? Oh, yeah. All right. Everybody go quiet for a second. There it is. You just totally can hear it. Can you? Yeah. All right. It's it's nothing but I'm gonna I'm gonna move the mic closer to her without oh try, trying to do that without waking her up, so it's gonna look a little Okay, see what you can do. See what you can see do. What I can do. See yeah. what you can do. Holy shit. That's the best. Yes, you totally can hear okay. it. <laughs> That's the snoring chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so anyway. Uh, you know, um, Doug, Doug has actually looked into how much to get her a CPAP. It's it's not cheap. It's not. It's, it's not, not cheap to get no. a little, little chihuahua yeah, CPAP yeah, machine. Yeah, a little, little baby backpack. Yeah, she's just, you know, so. Uh, All right, so. What, do you, what would you like to talk about well, first? Well, so, yeah, so back to the, the hodgepodge thing. These are little scraps and stuff. So this is an idea. We, we'll start with this is an idea that, that uh, Tony and I were talking about at some point. And, uh, it doesn't, it's just not enough here to make an entire podcast without being really more boring than usual. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to just, we're just going to do three. This basically the idea is this. One guy fires off some lyrics to a song, and the other guy has to guess what the song is. Yep. And uh, we had to constrain this a little bit because obviously there's lots of music, and we both have pretty broad range in musical taste. But the center line for both of us is 70s and 70s and 80s rock, right? Yeah, so we, we kind of contained this a little bit to the late 70s, mid to late 70s. Uh, yeah, just 75 to 79. Right. And I'm not sure years. I stuck to that. Totally, but oh, man, I did. so here's an example, right? So if I was to read the lyrics, I close my eyes only for a moment, and the moment is gone. All my dreams pass before my eyes with curiosity. Kansas, dust, dust in the wind. Dust in the wind. Yeah, right. Everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah, right. So that's an example. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that was a that was a softball pitch for is anybody. It? Okay. Yeah. I know. All right. Yeah. Okay. I know. okay. Uh, uh, well. Okay. So what I did, and and uh, like like I said, a lot of times the rules come as we kind of move as we into do it, the, yeah. as we do this. So what I've done is, uh, and and we did talk briefly about this before we got started. But what I did was, uh, is I, you know, I look, I, I I stayed between seventy five and seventy nine. Okay. All rock. Okay. Okay. Uh, rock. You know, maybe maybe pop. I don't know, but uh, okay. definitely rock. Okay. okay. And uh, uh, I wrote down. Like basically the first, more than a, more 
more often than not, the first four lines of a song. Okay, so the first Bef- verse or whatever. Yeah, before it got into the chorus. And yep. the chorus would typically give away the, the sure. title. Yep. Okay? okay. And, of course, sometimes songs will open up in the very first song. Sure. Where, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so And the idea, just so everybody knows here, the idea is not to stump the other guy. Right. Right. We're trying to pick songs that we both know. Yes. But being so out of context with one of us morons reading the lyrics instead yes. of being a, a beautiful vocal voice singing the lyrics with music yeah. in the background, that disconnect is going to be like, hmm, can we actually recognize that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Who yeah. goes first? Uh, can I go first? Sure. Okay. So what I will do is I Dust will... in the wind. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I thought I got it. <laughs> no, I ready? I had it. Okay. So ready? ready here we go. What right. your timing is? I, I no no I'm timing. Just oh, you're timing the podcast. podcast. Okay. Yeah, so that way. All of a sudden, okay. the pressure hit me, man. I can name that note in four twos. No, no, no timing the podcast that way because sometimes we'll well we if you haven't figured it out yet. Now that we're like 25 podcasts into the fact that that if we don't do this, Doug and I will yeah. talk for hours. We go it's, you know, honestly, that's a cool thing. The fact yeah. that you and yeah, I yeah. can just basically yeah. talk and and yeah. not want to kill each other. Yes. Okay. Okay. Right, so, so here we go. All right. So uh, I'm going to start reading. Okay. Uh, and and I'm just gonna keep reading. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read the first line, and then uh, and then if you don't know it, I'll read. Okay. We'll just keep going. Okay. Yep. I'll, I'll chime in as soon as I know okay. or give up when I don't. The sun is shining in the sky. There ain't a cloud in the, in sight. It stopped raining. Everybody's in the play. Mm. It's sounding familiar. I'm thinking okay. I should know it. Yep. Uh, and don't you know it's a beautiful day? Beautiful new day. Sorry. Okay. Do they say sorry? No, they do. That's me. <laughs> and don't you know, it's a beautiful new day. Hey, hey, hey. Running down the avenue. Oh, that gave it away. Hold on. Okay. The next line will definitely give it away. Okay, go. See how the sun shines brightly in the city. <sighs> and I have to stop it for the next line. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, and, I, I feel like streets, I know it, but I can't. And the streets were once... And the streets where once was pity. Uh, that one doesn't doesn't strike me hard, but the the, I think I should know it, but I don't. Did we tell you? Yeah. Okay, Mister Blue Sky. Ah, oh, fuck, of course. <laughs> okay, now I would consider that a deep cut. Really? Yes. That's a freaking that song's super popular. Okay. Think about who you're talking to. I get it. All right. Okay. Uh, the next one you'll get for sure. Okay. I know you get the next I'm one. I'm giving you what what I've chosen here. I'm giving you the easiest of the, we got three. And this okay. is the easiest of my three. So if you don't get this one, you Dude, might be. I, I, I disagree that it was a deep cut. That was a freaking huge, okay, huge so hit for them. I know. Uh, and Okay. So I'm going to give it away right now. That is probably one of my least favorite songs. Really? I oh. hate that song. You hate Mr. Blue Sky. I hate Mr. Blue Sky. You are a pessimist I at know, heart. That nope. is a beautiful song, man. I hate Mr. Blue Sky for, for several oh. reasons, but... You know, I like a lot of ELO. I just don't God, like that. If the police sang that song, you'd be freaking thinking it was the greatest thing ever. How did you know I'm going to get the police? Oh, uh, if you play the first poli- one, dude. first one, yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. You better go rock. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to put on the red light. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> okay, so here we go. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Um, when I was young, it seemed that life was so wonderful. Oh, shit. A go. miracle. It was beautiful. Magical, and all the birds in the trees will they be singing so happily? Why is this so hard? I know this. I know you know it. Yeah. I know the songs. Yeah. So can we uh, keep going? Yes, you have to. Okay. Uh, will they be singing so happily, joyfully, oh playfully, watching me? 
You know it, dude. I do know it. Uh, son of a... Why is this hard? I know. Well, and again, I, I my brain isn't working real good exactly. right now anyway. Uh, uh, can, you, can, you, can you do it one more time? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. When I was young, it seemed that life was so wonderful. Yeah. Just oh, use that. It's super tramp. There you it, go. Yeah, it's you super got tramp. It. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, uh, I was gonna say, just do that first line. Yeah, and you'll, and you'll, it's super and tramp. Uh, is it? Uh, uh, what's uh, the song though? Is uh, oh shit! What is the song? Um, uh, it's it. The song is in the name, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's. But what is it? The logical song. Logical song. That's what it was. Song right. You get credit for that though, because okay, you, you yeah, pegged yeah, it. Yeah. Sure. So okay. Okay. You're gonna get this one. Okay. Okay. You're definitely gonna get this okay, one. Okay. Okay. This one is the easiest of all, all okay. my, I think, okay? Living easy, loving free, season ticket on a one-way ride. Uh, I got it. Hold on. Uh, ACDC. Yes. Uh, hold on. Hell's Bells are black and black. Nope. Uh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I got it. Uh, I'm just going through to my head. Ah, shit. Uh, I don't know. Go. Asking nothing, leaving me be, taking everything in my stride. Okay. And also, think about one-way ride. Yes. Um, don't need reason. Don't need rhyme. rhyme. Yep. Ain't nothing I'd rather do. Going down, party time. My highway friend, to hell, that's yes, it. Yes, it is. It's highway to hell. I had to. Yes, I was going through, I the, know. Going through the, the rhythm Dude, in my head. Yeah, when when, when we were talking about the uh, doing this uh, on the podcast, uh-huh. Like like that song came on someplace and I was like that's it yeah <laughs> that's a, that's the song yeah so okay, okay good All right. okay. this one you're gonna kick yourself for not knowing I don't think you're gonna get this one All right but I got Super Tramp I'm but, surprised but you should get this one. I love Super Tramp by the way yeah I know so do yeah, I they're amazing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and you know like perfect Highway to Hell mm-hmm. yeah who doesn't know that song right? exactly okay so here's one for you loving you isn't the right thing to do how can I ever change the things that I feel. Oh, shit. Keep going. If I could, maybe I'd give you my world. How can I when you won't take it from me? I don't know this one. Okay. First line I'm going to do over again, and you're going to get it from this. Okay. Loving you isn't the right thing to do. Man, is it? I I hate to ask. This is going to be... Some clues now. Female singer. Female singer. Mm -hmm. Rock man or a solo artist? Band. Is it heart? Nope. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, female singer in a band. Yep. Loving you isn't the right thing to do. It does sound super familiar. Yep. Fleetwood Mac. Oh, shit, man. Is it Fleetwood Mac? Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yep. God. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I knew you should get that one. I wasn't sure you... Because it's weird the way the lyric is written yes. and the way she sings it. Is, yeah. Is, is that, that's it's, Stevie Nicks. Yeah, Stevie Nicks, so yeah. definitely. Yeah. I was actually thinking about dropping a Fleetwood Mac song on you. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Next. Okay. All right. This is this is good. Well, I'll be I'll be interested to okay. see if you get this. Okay. I will say right now that this is if I were to do a top ten rock of the seventies, this song might be number one. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, as soon as you're able, woman, I am willing to make a to make the break that we are on the brink of. Ooh, that sounds familiar. You ready? You ready for the line that's going to give it away? Uh huh. Okay, my cup is on the table. Our love is spilling, waiting here for you to take a drink of. 
So if you're tired of the same old story, oh, turn the page, turn some pages. Turn some pages. Mm-hmm. And the last line well, I can give is, I'll be here when you are ready. Well, only because it's you, I'd be guessing Bob Seger, but... Nope, but good guess. Um, it's very Bob Seger-ish. Yeah. Um, one more time, the first the first two lines. Yeah, I'll go again. Uh, it's hard because I'm... And by the way, the reason I'm kind of twisting it around is I'm reading off a screen and trying to get keep my mouth in front of the mic. Uh, but okay. uh, as soon as you are able, woman, I am willing to make the break that we are on the brink of. My cup oh, is on shit. the table. I know this. The brink, is, is, the brink is what gave it away for yeah, me. Yeah, my cup is on the table. Our love is spilling, waiting here for you to take and drink of. So if you're tired of the same old story, oh, turn some pages. Nah, you're gonna have to give it to me because I, I know it, but I can't. Okay, well, let me give I'm some. Let me, let me give, let me give yeah. some. Let me give some. Okay. I'll give some clues. It's definitely a band. Mm-hmm. Came out in 1970. I know that doesn't help much, but 1978. Uh, oh, 78. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will also give you a hint. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in that the band also has a very uh, famous live song, not this song though. Hmm. Uh, that uh, doesn't help. Uh, probably not. I'm trying to think what else I can tell you. Uh, hmm. Oh, I'll tell you the uh, the first part of the band's name is uh, is letters. In other words, just you read the letters, like you know. Oh, REO Speedwagon. Yep. Okay. All right. What's the song? Uh, the name is Roll with the Changes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a not, tough one. Okay. That's not. That's not one. Yeah. I it's funny when you when you know the song. Yeah, yeah. And you're writing this down. Uh, it it seems like you hear the music. It's, yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah, I got there. it. You're I got there. it. I got yeah, it. So this is weird. Okay. So this one, this one will be similar. Okay. This one will okay. be similar for okay. you, I think. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay. Here we stand, worlds apart. Oh shit! Yeah. Hearts broken, broken in two. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sleepless nights, losing ground. I'm reaching for you. God, here we stand, worlds apart. I know you're so close. I want to give it to you. You ready? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. it's a it's a band. It's a yeah. Give me some clues. Okay, and this this should give it away. Okay, I feel like if if you were giving me this clue, this would give it away. It's a San Francisco band. Journey. It's yeah. uh, yeah, So uh, it's worlds apart. Is it? No, it's a here we stand, worlds apart. Is it faithfully? No. No. Good guess. Same album. Is it? Uh, so faithfully was on uh, Frontiers, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, so it's funny what I do know. Uh, <laughs> All the wrong shit. Yeah, it doesn't help us. Yeah. But uh, separate ways. Uh, separate ways. I know, right? Oh, I love it. Let's uh, do stuff, this more. It? Yeah, it's, it's a really fun one. Yeah. So both of those were uh, one for three. One for three. Yeah. yeah so uh, yeah. no, I, I it's think, harder than it seems, right? Yeah. No, it is because yeah. you reading it isn't. The, yeah, it you doesn't, know, but, yeah, it well, doesn't well, do the, anything. The, 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 the words resonate. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So you hear them but like, the, of course. But, yeah, but the rhythm of the words don't, oh, and the, of course the the lyrical tones up and down. This is an this is an interesting little study because the truth is is that if you probably played the music without the lyrics, I'd nail it. Oh, nail it, and yeah, two seconds flat. Exactly. Give me the first three chords of that boom i got it yeah, yeah but uh, yeah. son of a god man yeah. well, those are, that was fun, that was fun yeah. yeah we'll do that yeah. again so uh so but, it's funny because i when 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 uh you know i'm a lyric guy man I, I, yeah. I i'm all over the lyrics and sure um as i was deciding on on what to do um i started going with some i won't say obscure but not even b-side still popular right. stuff but stuff that people don't actually like know 
yeah the lyrics to well, and i thought that's just gonna be too hard yeah well you know it's funny because when i pulled these I, I thought maybe the ario speed wagon would be tough you mm, know mm. but i didn't think i didn't think yellow would be hard i didn't think uh I, of course well I, honestly I, god if you would have chosen something else from yellow i might have got it but ooh. one of the things that i don't like about that song is the lyrics i don't I, it, it, it's too uh, and again sorry divergent here um but it's too like bubblegummy it's too oh the, i freaking love uh, that no, shit man no, oh i tell you what, that, that's no, the one well, that's the thing, one yellow i i like that song because and i do like that song is that uh because it is so it, you know of course the yellow orchestra mm-hmm. it is very much orchestral you yeah, know what i mean is. yeah and, and i won't deny uh, any of that but and, i just don't yeah, like it and, and, and it comes from a time where where uh music uh you know, there, there were there was all these kind of concept albums, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know you could, you know, and and also I, that my brother had, I think it was off out of the, I could look, but I think it was off out of the blue, mm-hmm. and uh, and my brother, I think it was a double, and and my brother had that. Mm-hmm. There was all the, there was a really weird. It wasn't like Deco, not Deco at all, but there was mm-hmm. like a, a weird kind of uh, uh, of a uh, kind of aesthetic that came out in the seventies where, you know, there was kind of these colors and. And uh, uh, you know the, the way the way the art you know artwork was done, and, and ELO leaned heavily on oh, that. Oh, heavily, yeah. yeah. And so another, you know, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not describing it very well, but it was just a real popular style in the '70s. And uh, well, Kansas, you know, they had that yeah. similar sort of style to because yeah. all their, I mean, a lot well, of okay, bands, music-wise, yes, yeah, yeah. So. But even the even the, so their art. The artwork on their albums and stuff were a little edgier, I think, yeah. than Yellow. Kansas, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but um, but it was the same. It was like it was almost like thematic, you know. Yeah. what I mean, the but they they paid as much attention to the art as they did the the music. Yeah, uh, the album art and stuff, and yeah. I, it was cool. I mean, because if you look, yeah, you know, if you go back to the the, it started probably in the '60s with some of the psychedelic stuff, but that right. was most definitely not my style i did not like that no. psychedelic art and all that and no. i know it was a thing and whatever but right <clears throat> but if you go before that and you think about whoever johnny cash or right. elvis even the king of rock and roll uh-huh. he had freaking he had a picture of himself on the album on the album cover, of course and that's what it was you know right but then we started to get into the 70s but i mean again you know you and i've talked about this before but I think music in the 70s was really at its pinnacle. That was yeah. the peak in my mind, only because it was so dynamic. I mean, right. it was just, I mean, anything could be in a song. Think of the whole of Freddie Mercury creativity right. that got blasted out and then Kansas and ELO. And, right. You know, not to mention the less talented but still popular stuff right. like Kiss. You know, we talked about that. Yeah. I mean, this guy's been super basic, most of it, but... Well, you know, it's it's interesting. Well, gosh, you know, there it's so broad. You know, mm-hmm. music of music in general is broad and deep. You know what right. I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's so, but but back then it was broader than and deeper than mm. than I, than what I, I I don't know. You know, I sound like an old man, but it's broader <laughs> than deeper than what we have now. It you seems know? like it. Yeah, it I, seems so, like so it. So yeah. I would say this. I would say this because I'm I'm a little bit defensive about this topic right. only because I have a hard time believing that music today is not good. It's it, hard, and only because. I think the popular music that's shoved in our face is not good, but right. I think there's a lot of musicians that do great well, stuff. We just don't get to hear it. Well, it's funny, you know, because it's I was, hard to find. I, I was about ready to go. I was about ready to go down that same pathway. Mm. That uh, that you know, because now, and, and it's one of the things I like about doing this with you is that uh, you know we, we decide to do recommendations. Sometimes I remember, sometimes I don't. <laughs> but but uh, but I I like to recommend music, and right. and it obligates me to go off my playlist. Right. You know, and my playlist I. And just for everybody that's listening, like you give a shit that I have a I have a playlist and I call it songs du, songs du jour, right? Mm-hmm. And so if 
if a, and, and it's basically just collection. It's probably like 45 hours of music now. And if I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember listening to that song or, oh, I really like that song, mm-hmm. I just drag and drop it in there. And mm-hmm. that way I, I kind of never lose it, right? Mm-hmm. It hasn't become unwieldy yet. I can mm-hmm. still kind of search through it and find stuff. Mm-hmm. But I realized it was basically just me leaning on what I was used to. Everything on the, in there from like Hootie and the Blowfish mm-hmm. to freaking Inagata de Vida mm-hmm. to like whatever is mm-hmm. in there. But it, 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 it rarely ever gets added to, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is what I listen to, right? Mm-hmm. And there's lots and lots and lots of music in there. But then we're like, oh, let's make recommendations. So I have to go into like Spotify. And, and, and I've talked about this, I think. God, everything just runs together. Mm. But when I first got my first iPod, I thought, and this is what, 15 years ago, 20 years ago? I thought it was really interesting that Apple, Apple Tunes, uh, whatever it was called at the time, uh, the Apple Store, and by the way, I'm not an Apple guy, but mm. that that was the iPod, right? And uh, man, it, it was very intuitive. Like it was very intuitive as far as like, hey, if you like Leonard Skinner, mm. you'll like this this music. And I was like, damn, mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then now that I use Spotify, they're like, hey, if you like Leonard Skinner, you'll like this. And it's like, hey, I don't. Okay, mm-hmm. I really do not like that. Okay. Right. And so I've, I've I kind of gave up on that. But now I'm obligated. To like start starting to flip over stones and see what I can find. Okay. And so, so with that said, my my own personal experience when you talk about and I and I totally I totally get where you're coming from when you say I just hate to think that music isn't as good as yeah it, it can't it can't it, be it, it's subjective yeah, right yeah but I will tell you like like you know so I go on Spotify I go to like new rock mm-hmm. using quotation fingers mm-hmm. and I start listening and so they have a playlist on there that's maybe like 80 songs or 40 songs long mm-hmm. and I start going through it and I try to give each song a, a chance mm-hmm. and of those 80 songs you know you get five maybe you yeah. know and, yeah. and it's not that they're bad but they're they just seem like they are all cut from the same cloth yeah rehash oh it's you yeah. know and and it's there it's very you know and, and you were talking about like listening to the music of the 70s there was just like this perfect like the way the guitar sounded you know and not mm-hmm. that every song the guitar sounded the mm-hmm. same but mm-hmm. how hard and how edgy the guitar was mm-hmm. how good the drumming was yeah how that's the, the mix sounds. right that's the engineer yes and, and if yeah you, uh, here's an interesting thing i'm gonna i'm just gonna pause it i want you to finish that but um, yeah. just real quick there's a uh, there's a documentary on metallica yeah. on uh, on uh, netflix i guess it's still there i don't know they take sure. stuff away or whatever right. but they had a huge fight uh, um, in and amongst the band right. with the engineer that did their Black Album. Right. Because prior to that, they did all their own recording and they did all their own mixing and they were right. very, they felt like they were really good at it. Their fans loved them and they were passionate as hell and they right, thought, right, right. we don't want to spoil that. And they hired a guy when they started getting popular right. to do the Black Album and he said, no, we need to do this, we need to do that. And they said, nope. And they were fighting and fighting and fighting. And, of course, he was correct. This guy was a trained. He was an engineer. He was a right. sound engineer. And so they eventually listened to him. And, of course, that album blew those guys up like nothing. Yeah. So um, that, I think, is is one of the areas that music has nowadays. They have all these engineers. But I think that there's... I don't know if everything has been done or if they're not creative like they used to be. I don't know. Or I don't know what the motivations are now compared to where they used to be, but it just seemed to me like the the record companies from the 70s, was that was a double-edged sword. I mean, they pumped tons of money yeah. into the industry, 
created artists, trained artists, hired great engineers, messed around with stuff. Uh, and this is you and I. I don't think on our one of our first very first podcasts we talked about the Beatles, and that's I give those guys credit for for bouncing down tracks, you know, from eight mm-hmm. uh, to four to eight to sixteen and whatever. And um, that's the kind of stuff that was innovative and it was it was groundbreaking at the time and. I just don't hear that anymore, and I don't no. know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just not paying close enough attention, or well, I, I, I don't know. I, but. I think that's always a that's always a possibility, you know, like yeah. the fact that we're just because again we're just not engaged like yeah. we used to be. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, like we just got done doing the the fact that I was able to, you know, I was, you're, I, we were able to read lines, and I was, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can pick up the fact that 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 was even Super Tramp, yeah. and you were able to pick up that ACDC. Yeah. Just goes to give you an idea, yeah. you know, and the fact that we're able to kind of identify. Yeah. Band members, I don't know band members, you yeah. know, but with that, but kind of going back on that, like, like what I was saying was that uh, it just seems like, you know, that like I like the guitar of the seventies, which really still hits me. You know, mm-hmm. I love listening to it. Mm-hmm. And I listen to the guitar now or the the vocals or whatever like that. It's so rare that I listen to it and think that it's. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's like that's too much. Yeah, that's too hard. That's too. That's not. Yeah, so yeah, I don't get that. Fight. That's interesting that you yeah, say that because yeah. I don't get that at all. What I get is that's too processed. Well, maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's what you're hearing. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. Sure. So I don't. I don't hear like you know. I recommended Calio right. um, a few podcasts back, and if you listen to that, right, it is very. It harkens back to the to the more um, open natural sort of sounds and mm-hmm. not that anything about the way ACDC sounds is natural including yeah. Bon Scott's crazy ass voice right but for some somehow it all fit like you're right. saying you know there's, there's this weird dynamic puzzle right and it all kind of fit you know I, but, but you know it's funny talking about ACDC is like I can listen to any number of ACDC songs you know mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and just and then go down that list that podcast list we're talking about Nothing comes close. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and I just I, I I just refuse to believe that's just my subjective opinion. Yeah, you know, like yeah. like I, for example, I, I like I like listening to something like Thunderstruck, mm-hmm. and I'm just and it, which is a, one of their newer songs, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just kind of like, this is so far. I mean, again, it's it's you know, it's so far beyond, and and, it, and it's just a feel good song. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably mm-hmm. you know, but but the talent in that, or, mm-hmm. or we talk about like one of our favorite uh, bands that both of us like, like Rush. Mm-hmm. I listen to something off Rush. I don't know what people are trying to achieve out there now, mm-hmm. but that should be your goal to yeah. be, to do something that that is that good, elevated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. that's that's like yeah, that's like learning to paint. And so you want to be Van Gogh or right. Picasso or something. It's like yeah. But I mean, as a painter, that probably is your goal. It you should know be. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it should be. I mean, again, you may not ever achieve it. Yeah, but, yeah. And, and 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 not to de- and, and like I said, I hear good music mm. and I, and I, and so forth. It's just. I, I like to think that the artists, because the artists are good, they're yeah. clearly good. I sure. just, don't, I just don't know what, what inf- I don't know. Well, so, who am I to criticize? Yeah, no, no, it's true. Yeah, you yeah, are because yeah, so. you're the listener, right? right. And so uh, this is an interesting topic for me because I think that if you, if you, I'm a big fan of Jordan Peterson, and he he talks about things about history and stuff. Right. And we're talking about the history of music. He talks about things on a much, 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 much bigger scale than right. what most people. So we would take this conversation and say. Let's go back to the very very first guy who played a stringed instrument and, and look at the development over that span of time, not just 50s, 60s, 70s, right? Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> when you think about that, 
musicians were entertainers purely. They weren't superstars. They weren't they weren't put on pedestals and paid zillions of dollars. Right. They got their, I think we may have talked about this because now that I'm going to say they got their loot and they sat down at the table, you know, the monks and stuff and played right. whatever they played. Right. And and that was just, hey, that's great. You know, have, have an extra chicken wing or something and that was it, you know. Right. Uh, but now the quest for superstardom, I think, spoils the the innocence that we're that we're seeking you know what i mean like if you if you watch the documentary on leonard skinner yeah i've seen it i mean those dudes sat in that damn yeah it's, little cave uh, and, yeah, and just little, played like, music yeah, like like literally like a like a, a shack uh, a shack in the yeah. in the swamp in the swamp yeah. yeah and they just played music yeah and, and what's so amazing about that <laughs> is uh you know we did talk about this in a previous podcast mm-hmm. that you have like greg allman who would just basically like riff huh? you know the, the greg allman band mm-hmm. or the allman brothers sorry and then uh and then but uh but the uh the skinner would uh wanted to sound like that mm-hmm. but they had to practice the shit yeah, out they of crafted it. their they, stuff they yep. really did and that yep. was all van zant like yep. van zant was like he was a slave, slave driver, driver. Yeah, yeah he was, was. Yep. yeah yep. he was and uh and so uh but so but, but i but i think i i think what i'm driving at is those guys they wanted to make good music and they wanted to play in front of, of bands and and uh, uh big audiences i mean yeah. and they probably wanted record deals and stuff but they had i don't think in most of those guys that we liked didn't have this idea that I want to be a zillionaire. I want to sell zillions of records right. and make money for the rest of my life off of this. They would just—they just liked the music, and they were trying to create something that was lasting. Right. That was it, and everything else that came on top of that was awesome. They loved it, right? Right. But um, I think that's what I hear nowadays when I listen to more modern music. Is like, hey, check this out! I can be a superstar. You know, that's yeah. that, that the presentation of it right. is not honest. They're trying to put they're trying to put that square peg in that yeah. square fame yeah. hole. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, that's what I hear when I'm listening to uh, a lot know, of the modern music. I think there's always a, I think probably with I, and not that it would be easy to quantify, but I think with uh, with all those bands like everything the bands we talk about like Journey and Rush and all that that uh, that they probably did want fame, but fame yeah. fame supported the their ability to make good music, you know, and I think maybe there maybe that's been turned on its head a little bit. Maybe yeah. it's uh it's that fame's more important, you know. So I don't I don't know. I mean, yeah. uh, again, we, we talk a lot. We're not talking about movies, which is nice for a change, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So that that's um, that's something I think about sometimes about the evolution of music, and I I just wonder where it's going to go from here because eventually <clears throat> the big money will dry up, right? Uh, and it has for it the has. most part. Yeah, I mean, no more albums. Yeah, I mean, even streaming and stuff is whatever. I mean, the only the only way that you make lots of money nowadays in the music business is uh, is through big corporations. Right, I mean, and that's it. I guess the record companies back in the day were that same thing, but yeah, you know, got, go on America's Got Talent or something, and then you know, you become popular. Right. A lot and, of people say that, that that those shows ruined it. Yeah, I, I yeah. think so. I don't know to some degree. I don't Maybe. know. I got love hate with those things. It's I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't like the whole judging and all that. It's all. I just wish it wasn't so hard to find good music now. Yeah, I mean, because no, again, like when you and I were kids, it was just you went down to the records and tape store. And you... mm. But I wonder, I wonder how much music was produced and how much we hang on to now. Like less than one tenth of one percent. What do you mean? So it might not be that different. Yeah. So I mean, how often do you listen to Captain and Tennille? Never. Okay, and that was out and popular when we were young. Yeah, you know. Uh, right. and so on and so on. There's there's countless. Yeah, I don't know. I'm that have gone by. I mean, I th- it's still there, and we remember it as kids. And so, is that same thing happening now? 
I don't know. I mean, I think one thing that's lots of noise. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think one thing that that is lacking now is a. Uh, like when we were kids, we leaned so hard on our favorite radio stations, and that's yeah. gone. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I do have like XM, but uh, but I, like, and when I listen to XM, I I listen to like five channels. You know, right. I listen to like you know classic vinyl, you know classic mm. rewind, mm. you know that kind of stuff. But uh, in the rock, in the, the rock station is nothing. I even is not not even programmed into my presets. You know, right. but uh, that's funny, man, because I don't listen to. I mean, we're redoing our house, and uh-huh. I have this. I have this Bluetooth speaker thing. Yeah, and uh, Elza doesn't particularly love the music that I listen to. That's interesting. <laughs> well, you know, it's the same old shit over and over again. Frampton and, you know, Journey and whatever. Yeah. And she's heard it all a zillion times. And she didn't I, grow up with it, so she doesn't right. have the same attachment that I do. So huh. I, I don't try not to inundate her with that. So right. I'll just put on the radio, which I don't listen to the radio at all. Right. Ever. That's what I was going to say. I don't have Spotify. I don't stream music. Right. The closest I come to that is when I'm doing chores around the house and I'm too lazy mm-hmm. to actually put on a record or whatever. Uh, I will put on Amazon Music and just uh-huh. put on one of the stations, but it always ends up, again, being the same 500 songs that I listen right. to. But, uh, so the other day, we were working in the house, and I put on this Bluetooth. I, I, I put on the uh, the actual radio, just the FM st- local station, tiny right. little Bandera, Texas, tiny little station. Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, man, they played the widest variety of music, and some of it was country, and some of it was folk, and some of it a little bit of rock and roll, CCR right. here and there, and that nice. kind of stuff. And, uh, and I was just thinking to myself, like, I don't, listen to anything but my own music <laughs> I got none of that stuff I don't right. listen to and it was enjoyable to listen to the radio but of course I immediately started hating all the commercials and the repetitive political right. ads that were coming up at the time and um, but yeah. I'm 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 quite happy with just listening to my own music collection right um, but it's growing I mean I, I'll continue to discover old new music huh in in the genre of blues in particular, mm-hmm. I've been I've been sort of steering down that road in the past five years, and uh, and I thank YouTube for that because yeah. um, there's a lot of music on YouTube. <laughs> you, sent me, you sent me that Broken Peach. Yeah, that was fun, dude. You know that. Yeah. Of course, now that I watched that video, which is a and maybe I'll post it. Maybe we can recommend make that a mid podcast recommendation if you haven't seen it. Is yeah. look up a uh, Broken Peach is a band that basically just does they uh, do covers. They do covers, and and it, and they're not but very colorful covers. Yeah, and uh, and and their big thing is every year they do uh, like a Halloween thing. Yeah. And last year, not this year, but last year they did Tainted Love. Tainted Love, yeah. and the video was is so popping, cool, man. man. It's it very so cool. good, man. Yeah. And, and, and and, the, and, the, and the, there isn't really a lead vocalist. There's just four women that that sing in front of a a drummer, a bass player, and a guitarist. You know, and uh, and uh, but they're but, but the that video, one. They, I mean, they're all they are very, very well talented. put together. Yes, but that video in particular was just striking. It was oh, awesome. it's great. Yeah, and it's funny because I don't think they I don't think they over I don't think they. Uh, did anything to it? I think that's just the way they the way they dance. Yeah, yes. they, it, it, it does. When they're moving, it does look a little bit like drop frame video. Or it does, something, but uh, it does. I think they're just kind of like popping or whatever. Yeah, but they look. Yes, it is a, cool. It's a, it's it's disturbing in all the best possible ways. Yeah, but uh, anyway, with that said, uh, what what you were mentioning uh, as far as uh, like expanding expanding my musical horizon you know and, the, and again what, what i was mentioning about you know the, that is coming up with recommendations mm-hmm. like my songs du jour playlist is now probably like the bottom like 15 or so are ones that i've because i'm because i've been uh you know exploring for this mm-hmm. and they, they pop up on there you know right. it's interesting that you mentioned that uh that uh elzeth uh but what kind of music does she like 
Um, she well, if if I get in the car after her uh-huh. and she's been driving around on her own or whatever, uh, oftentimes it's on Christian radio. Okay. Um, she's been weirdly she's been getting into talk radio lately, which wow. is like I know, like I get in the car and there's like a Rush Limbaugh or something type What's thing on. And I'm like, well, going on? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. I yeah. She, but she she's curious, you know, because I I talk a lot about um all that stuff. just some of the political issues that are happening yeah. uh, of the day and that kind of stuff. But anyway, so she she checks that out. But um, she does like. She likes uh, pop. I think a lot of the pop from the right. '90s and 2000s. Right. Um, but then she, what she really, I think, enjoys the most, like she gets the, the greatest enjoyment out of, is like classical um, movie themes, uh-huh. uh, orchestral or symphonic type right. of stuff. Like I, I think I think I was telling you this the other day. Like a song will come on, just this, this random orchestral music, uh-huh. and she'll name the movie that it's from. I'm like, hey, bullshit. And wow. She's right every time. She, wow. like, she can nail that like you and I can nail 70s rock. Right. She can just nail it. Yeah, I, well, yeah. for Melanie, I mean, she's a, I, you know, well. <laughs> well, she grew up. She grew up. In, in West Texas. In West Texas. Yeah, so so, so if, I, if I do get in the car, like her car, huh? it's all, like on Tejano. She'll listen okay. to Tejano okay. on the radio. It's funny because, like, like you, like you, you, you're on one end of the spectrum as far as like being an audiophile, right? Like uh-huh. what you want. I do like, like, like I'm not, I'm my, none of my, I don't have a vacuum tube amp or anything right, like that. Right. But with that said, I have a very nice stereo in my truck, in my, yeah, in my, yeah, yeah. In my FJ, and I also got a very nice one in my truck. And I've even said to Mel- Melanie, you know, I'll, you know, she's got a, her in her car. I was like, you want me to go on Crutchfield and get build, build your system? Yeah. Well, well, a funny story is. Uh, we lived lived up in Seattle. I had that freaking hunk of shit Subaru, uh-huh. and uh, it had some garbage. You know, I don't. It wasn't the stock one. I did have like a radio in there. Right. Do uh, you remember like like having like the cassette thing hanging under the dash oh, when you were yeah. a kid, things like that? Hell yeah. Like I, I had like that kind. Of, you know, yeah. like it, you would actually actually have a. What was it? It was a. Uh, it was something that would, like you could plug into the cassette, and it would. I can't remember what it would play. I, uh, anyway, like I think it was maybe back when they first started coming so out. So it was CDs. You yes, could, there was a fake yes. cassette, and it had a wire coming out. Yes, and you plugged that it. into your portable CD. That's player. what it was. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes. So, so in, in this, this the whole this 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 hodgepodge like electronic crap, but yep. that's what the Subaru had, and so. Uh, uh, so up in Seattle, you know, you start making. I start making a little, you know, because I went from being like an enlisted person to being an officer, mm-hmm. and I start making officer money and all that kind of stuff, and then making PA money and mm-hmm. all that, and uh, and uh, so you know, I go on Crutchfield, I, and I'm sure you're familiar with Crutchfield. Oh yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, and so uh, and if you're not, Crutchfield is like you know the uh, the clearinghouse for all things audio, yeah, right? Car audio, especially. yeah, yeah. And then for a while there, they had like a huge following when we were kids, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and it was where you bought all that shit audio too, like you know the garbage yeah, cassette player and stuff. Boss or BOSS or whatever. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. Stuff like you either go to the flea market or you go to Crossfield, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, uh, so I bought like a, I, I went, you know, hog wild, and I bought like, a, you know, an awesome, you know, high wattage stereo that would mm-hmm. that would go in to the dash. I bought mm-hmm. like a a kicker in the back. I bought door speakers for front and back. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's funny because it was always coming at a different time. And in the house in Seattle, it was like I had a pile, like in the floor, because like the kicker was huge, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and I put all that. And I remember Melanie being like, uh, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you know. And it's funny. It's funny. You know, like you know how I know when she's displeased uh-huh. with something I've done uh-huh. is she like I'll say something like, uh, uh, "You know, hey, I need to go to the store." And, and if she doesn't want me to go, she'll repeat what I say, but as a question, "You're going to the store?" 
You know, yeah. and so I know that yeah, I yeah. that I, I may have overstepped the line. That's yeah. I, not that you would ever get accept, uh, right, right, upset, right. but it'd be like you're buying a lot. You're buying more audio equipment. Yeah. Like, that would be the question. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so she was clearly displeased with it, and huh. so. Rather than doing it myself, installing it myself, which I've been down that uh, that path, as I took it to a stereo store uh-huh. and had them professionally install it. And I remember, like, I think the very first song I ever uh, played for her on that that car stereo was like "Limelight," you know, Rush's oh, "Limelight," yeah. you know, which has got one of the most epic. One of my, it's on my top Rush songs. Oh, ever. yeah, yeah, it's a great song. And uh, I remember her being like, "Money well spent, bro." <laughs> <laughs> so she likes the same stuff I like. Yeah. But that's not, it's just like, you know, my ears, are, I my ears ring and I know it's because of that damn stereo. Oh, yeah. Freaking super. Yeah. Man. I and, can thank Ted Nugent for my oh, ear ringing. Oh, Lord, yeah. man. And so, yeah. uh, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, but if I go into Melanie's car, it's, take, she like, she, she doesn't want a car stereo. I even said, well, you want I, to put one in. After the, after the podcast, yeah. you and I are going to just drive around the block in my car and okay. we're going to listen to subdivisions. Nice. Uh, oh, I love that. Oh, yeah, my car, they, so. uh, and again, I only bought this car f- because the interior was immaculate. It was like right. brand new. And right. there were some problems on the outside, the scratches on the paint, whatever. Right. But I got a good deal on it, and it's got the twin turbo V8, which I liked. Nice. But I had no idea at the time, but they put a Bang & Olufsen stereo system in that thing. Right. And it is insanely good. Yeah. It is insanely good. Nice. Uh, it is by far the best audio system I've ever had in a vehicle. Right. And my, my Range Rover was pretty good, but this yeah. one, hmm. Yeah, the one of the FJ is okay. You mm. know what I mean? It's not, I mean, it's a nice stereo, but it's, you know, like, uh, you know, I, I, I want to be able to not turn it up to 10. Right. To max. I want to be able to be like, if that's too much. Right. You know, if I can get up to 10 and like listen to it and it doesn't, you know, I'm not really worried so, about going deaf. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but mine does not have a volume indicator. Oh, really? has Ooh. a volume knob. Yeah. But there's, it, it doesn't tell you where you are, 1 to 10. Really? Nothing. Well, mine doesn't say one. I mean. It doesn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's like, there's yeah. no indicator. Gotcha. You just keep turning the volume, and it'll yeah. keep going up. I, I, it's I, crazy. Think, I think mine's a Kenwood in there now, yeah. which is fine. It was just good. You know, good quality. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. Let's you flash me back to the, the 6 by 9 wars again. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's yeah, the, the I mentioned in the previous podcast. I'm going to stop saying that now. I had that old Pontiac, and my brother put a stereo in there, and it was, you know, and he, you know, worked at, you know, Richway and, uh-huh. you know, Doraville for a while. Probably spent like $90, which was all his salary for like a month, right. you know, and uh, and put that cassette player in there, and it was, you know, like you were just saying, like the cheapest 6 by 9s you could get. Yeah, as long as it was loud. Didn't have to be clear, didn't sound good, just had yeah. to be loud, man. Yeah, but it was just distortion. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm flirting with what to do with my car. Um, I'm... My the car that I'm buying and building, oh, okay, the, yeah. the 65 coupe. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of guys I go on the forums and they say, I don't even bother putting a stereo when you came here, the damn thing anyway, because <gasps> the side pipes, you know, the side pipes exit <laughs> no, right no, by no. the driver's ear. Yeah, and uh, a lot of guys are like, Oh, I just drive around with, with earplugs in anyway. And you know, I'm listening to all this and I'm, and I'm thinking, like, Oh man, that's I'm not sure if I want that because music is a good, big part of the right. enjoyment of driving for me. And then I start realizing, I when some of these car shows, I'm like these are old fuddy duddies that are saying that shit. You know right. what? Screw you. No. You're, the, you're the same guy that used to tell me to turn it down. And I'm like, ah, fuck yeah, I'm not listening to you. Right. I'm putting a kick-ass freaking stereo in this car, man. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you about that. But, the, me... but the beauty is yeah. that I can, like you were saying, making good money. I can actually afford. It's actually going to sound good. Yeah. Yo, yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, let me ask you. I mean, hmm. are you going to? Um, is it going? Is it going to be loud? Your car? 
Hell okay. yeah. Well, it's got curious. side pipes, man. Uh, okay. I mean, well, there's they, no they mufflers, make, hardly. Okay, well, yeah. They, but they do make, you know, like you remember old, the old Camar- our Corvettes had side pipes, and they, mm-hmm. were, they, were, they were muffled yeah. to a certain extent. These aren't. Okay. And it depends on the motor. Like you and I were talking the other day about oh, the 427, right? Oh, God. Yeah, no, that's like cork this. But I think, I'm so upset with you. Uh, no, no, no. I think I, I, I'm going back and forth. Like I really would like that 427, the rawness of it. Okay. Um, but I think what I don't want is I don't want the car. Before you go any further, just so our listeners understand, yeah, what this, what you know, what where, where you and I are kind of slightly knocking heads on this is okay. So let let's go all the way back to the beginning. This is a okay. kit car. I, yes. I'm buying a kit car, yeah. right? And it's like I don't know, it's like twenty twenty grand or something. Sure. And for that money, you get a frame uh-huh. and uh, a fiberglass body and all of the suspension parts and all of the sheet metal and stuff to put the car together. Not the drivetrain. You have to supply the engine, the transmission. Uh, the rear axle right. and wheels and tires. Drivetrain, yes. right? Yep. So you you got to do all of that, right? So uh, the way they build them is the mounts for the motor. You, they they give you quite a bit of selection. You can choose right. from this motor, that motor, and da 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 da. And so I've been I've been flirting with uh, going with um, a Coyote, which is what's in the Mustang, okay. a 5.0 liter Coyote. So it's a 302. It's a 302. Yep. Yep. And uh, it's a modern. Uh, they call them modular engines. It's Turn the key, start it up, drive away. Okay. Um, I've been floating between that and an old school pushrod motor, like what we grew up with, uh, in in a variety of different sizes. So the wait, common ones are like three hundred two, a three forty seven. Wait, 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 wait. You said what's a pushrod motor versus the coyote motor? Um, I mean, push, when so you say pushrod, you're so, the, so the old school pushrods like we have. Uh, well, we grew up with the V8, right? Yeah. And the new, they have the dual overhead cam oh, thing. Oh, oh, right? oh. Okay. They call it gotcha. modular. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And so the Coyote, overhead cam. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And the Coyote even has a multi-port fuel injection. Okay. So it's cylinder fuel injected as well as fuel injected where the carburetor would be. And so, you, yeah, it's weird. It's yeah. very technologically advanced, it's been, right? It's been, it's been 25 years since I've turned a wrench. So, right. And yeah. then the other thing that the Coyote has that's awesome is that you can adjust the, the, um, the intake and exhaust valves independently. Okay. So it used to be you get your cam. Right. And then that cam is made and so whatever the exhaust and, and intakes do based on that cam but this is variable That's on crazy. both those yeah it's it's crazy so you can actually extend the amount of burn time uh, or shrink it or so you can you can mess with those things i won't do any of that i'm gonna you get this thing it. tuned yeah yeah, dial I, it in. yeah i'm not a race car driver right. i don't care about that stuff okay. it has the technology but i just want it to be reliable <laughs> so anyway i'm um, going back to that uh you could get a 302 347 or a 427 those are kind of the three most popular 347 that's weird 347 is just a 302 uh board out. out yeah okay. just punched out a little bit yeah. right and then when you stroke it you make that stroke longer right. then you end up with the 427 that's a Wow, that's a yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, yeah. so my 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 idea was I love the displacement of the four twenty seven, that big punch, that big and, power, and, and just it to be, sounds amazing. And just to be clear, four twenty seven, a GM motor, right? Oh, uh, Ford. This really? is still a Ford. Yep. Uh, and again, it's the three hundred two. It's a small block Ford. It's the three hundred two. You you extend the bore, right? Okay. You, you get the bore larger, and you end up around that three forty seven. You change the heads, okay, and you can get to the three fifty one Windsor. 
Uh, well, right, which okay. that's just the ports on the heads are, are sure. a little bit different. It just breathes more air. Okay, um, and then if you extend the the, the push rod, not the push rod, sorry, the, uh, the, uh, the, the crank. Yeah, crank rods. Yeah, yeah, yeah if whatever. you extend yeah. that, you get a longer stroke, and then you can end up at four twenty seven. Okay, wow. Okay, so well, you know, because you know, yeah, I always think about Ford being four twenty nine and Chevy yeah, being four twenty seven. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. So blueprint whatever. engines, yeah, yeah. yeah, blueprint engines makes these things, and they're they're, they're kind of made all over. Anyway, the bottom line is, it's a lot of displacement. And that sounds different than, like, for example, a little uh, a four-cylinder Japanese motor. They think the pistons are small and they go really fast. These right. are big, big, large explosions with slow-moving pistons. Very loopy. Yeah, by comparison. Yeah. So I like that. I like because it's all torque. And the, yeah. and, and, and the, the words, I don't know how famous these are. I'm going to say they're famous. but And the famous words of Jay Leno, all the fun and driving is between 30 and 80. Right. That's where all the fun is. You start getting over 80. It's a little scary. You got to pay too close of attention. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're a race car driver, it's different, but I'm just talking street cars. Right. You know, and so going from 30 to 60 is great. Going from 50 to 80 is great, you know. Right. So, and that's what, that's what the 427 do really well. Um, but it's a lot of freaking power, man. And I'm mm. just worried about that back end cutting loose on me when I'm not expecting it and stuff. So. Yeah. And that's where Doug and I kind of knocked heads a little bit because you were talking, you're talking about kind of dialing back on the 427. Well, and- so again, it's, it's a, uh, part of this is tuning right so if, right. You, if i put a fuel injection system on it i can actually tune it so it doesn't have to have 550 horsepower <laughs> and so what that does is the, the the power curve is is um slower you know it's not as steep you don't right. go from, from yeah and, and again not to sound like an old man you know what i mean but mm-hmm. uh, i get it you know mm-hmm. what i mean only because uh you know uh how fast do I got to get to sixty? You know, yeah, and, and, and I, I want to get there fast. Yeah, don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. I do want to get. I do like. I do. I just remember, you know. But I'm I'm past the time where I want to burn the back tires off. I'm, yeah, I, same I here. I don't want to drag race. Yeah, same know, here. So, yeah, yeah, nope. I'm not into that. Yeah. And this, so I, what I was going to tell you is I'm kind of been leaning back towards that Coyote again. Right. Um, only for the purely for the reliability. I mean, that engine is so. Uh, bulletproof yeah. and so reliable you just basically get in turn the key start up and drive away yeah. you don't have to fiddle with um, adjusting carburetors or worrying about any of that yeah. stuff. you literally it's a modern engine use computer controlled I'm actually getting this whole like you know this connection between what we talked about like the the uh, haphazard way we slapped stereos in a car uh-huh. to the way we, we do stereos nowadays uh-huh. to the way we rebuild engines as a kid yeah. the way yeah, it, it is now because now. Yeah. Yeah. I remember as a kid like like uh, like I'm and, and and to be clear I never rebuilt my own engine I just hung around people that did rebuild engines right. and I remember like you know, them going, I don't remember what, I think maybe it was like J.C. Whitney or something like that. Yeah. Or something like that. It yes. wasn't, J.C. Whitney was more like, you know, floor mats. Right, right. And, but there was there was definitely magazines out there yeah. or catalogs. Summit and whatever. Yeah, Summit yeah. was a good yeah. one, yeah. yeah. And uh, where, uh, where you know, they would be like, you know, what's the biggest uh, manifold I could get? What's the yes. biggest Edelbrock I could get? Yes. What's the biggest a holly carburetor i could get right and i remember we'd get these things and uh they had no skill whatsoever in no. tuning these things no. you, you talked the other day about sitting in a gas station with that mustang sitting there yeah, just, yeah. just basically so just rich. pouring gas out yeah, the, at the back end yeah, yeah your eyes are burning yeah you know yep. and that was the that was the experience i had as a kid yep well so if uh, put it like this if i put the coyote engine in this car when uh-huh. i build it in in terms of driving and, and pushing the accelerator and doing doing what the car is going to do to yeah. accelerate, it's going to be very close to what your truck does. Super smooth. Yeah. 
depending on the mufflers, it'll be louder, but um, yeah. it'll be super smooth. But the, the, the trick is with those Coyotes and, and the LS engines as well, the Chevy's version of that. Yeah. When you rev them high enough, then they start to get angry. Then they start to get like, okay, this is crazy sure. power. So uh, for the Coyote, that's about 5,000 RPMs. Right. So they 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 um, idle at about eleven hundred. That's kind of normal. Wow. And nice. so between eleven hundred and and five thousand, it's just good fun. But if you really want to take it out to the track and try to ring it out between five thousand and seven thousand RPMs, it's it's instantaneous power. It's well, this is all super sharp. All natu- naturally aspirated. Nothing. No. Uh, no. This is all fuel injection. The whole yeah, thing. but but I mean, it's no turbo. No turbo. No, turbos, no yeah, turbo. No, no, no supercharger. No. No. no, no. Exactly. I tell you, you know, you talking about this though. God, man, Melanie's going to regret that you guys ever moved to Texas. <laughs> I'm just saying, because I, I don't really want to do it because because after you talked about that, I was like, oh, I kind of you know maybe maybe. I, so I did go. Okay, to before like, before before you before you go on, I mean, just tell you I had a dream the other day about you. Oh shit. Yep. And that dream was that you got a GTO, okay, a late '60s GTO. That would be and possible. restored it, and it was green. Oh, you know what's so weird about that? I don't. That's that was just a like weird dream that I had. That that uh, I, how I, close well, am I? Well, uh, Pontiac, yeah, definitely all yeah. day long. GTOs, <laughs> definitely. I yeah. mean, there there's a there's a this is definitely a hodgepodge. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I thought about certain certain restoration of certain automobiles, right? I I probably don't want to build uh, a muscle car though, uh, but, because uh, because I I don't know I, I I think I want something that's comfortable, you know, and uh, not that a muscle car can't be. I get you. Yeah, I see that look yeah. you're giving me right no, now. No, no, I'm just I'm just curious yeah. as to what, yeah, but the, the comfort level. But uh, but uh, but going back, I uh, uh, and we talked about this during our car our car discussion is that. I've always been kind of a Pontiac person, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I would either want, I would want either like an F body, which would be like a, a Trans Am, or a uh, or a GTO would be good. I forget okay. I forget what body GTOs are, but one of my friends growing up had a green GTO. Okay, it was it was a seventy seventy one seventy two something like that, but right. Like, right up to the very end, had the hood tack and everything like that. It was super cool, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the hood tack. The hood tack, man. Why not, bro? Hey, that's you know totally what? Seventies, dude. It's pretty awesome too, by the way. Yeah. So uh, the but, only one that's better is the one that's like strapped to your steering column. Dude, yeah. I like I like the big one over to one side of the steering <laughs> exactly. column. Yeah, I love that crap, man. So God, when we grew up, that was like the total. Oh yeah! If you had that, you were a race car. Oh, driver. you know, and also you have like a, you'd have like the, the you get the gauge back from Summit and uh-huh. have like the uh, fuel pressure, like yes. you needed to know fuel yeah. pressure. Exactly. <laughs> like you were, uh, you know, like you're like, how many gauges can I get in there? Yeah, and, exactly. And, and you'd have some guy that would like basically say, you know, I'm gonna cut it out. It's gonna be like a perfect fit in the dash. Yeah. It looked like it looked like he basically took a screwdriver and like punched a hole in his dash. <laughs> like oh, stabbed a hole, yeah. you know, like stabbed a hole in his dash, yeah. or, or sitting in sitting in his dash, like where the radio went, yeah, and vibrating hole. as the car <laughs> as the car idles. <laughs> and, and it was so dangerous, like the fuel pressure one. Sometimes they did, they'd be like, "No, this is a mechanical oil pressure." Yeah. And what that meant was there was actually there was yeah, pumping there was oil. oil line, yeah, through the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I had that in my Chevy uh, truck when I first got it. God, it changed that thing it, quick. Man. No doubt, it was danger. Yeah. It was danger, Will Robinson. Yeah, yeah so. But anyway, so th- th- let me get back to. Uh, you wanted the car to be comfortable. That's good. So just just know that there's there's a whole segment of that of that industry that caters exactly to that. Yeah. And they they the the fancy word they use for it is resto mod. So yeah. it's restored and modified. Right. 
And then so you can, they, they got so many cool cars now. Yeah. You can put nice interior in them. Sure. And good suspension. Yep. All of it. Yeah. Uh, like, like I think I told you, like one of my friends uh, built that, uh, built that Challenger and, and he, I think it was a 383 and a torsion bar suspension, you mm-hmm. know, a pistol grip, four mm-hmm. speed, mm-hmm. Uh, manual transmission. And, uh, Torsion bar is like the worst, worst mm. thing Mopar ever did. Mm. One of them, and uh, and I'm not a Mopar guy, but I remember him and I on like a country road. That was the one that I told you that we had to jack up to yeah. get the flywheel to break yeah. loose. And I remember like uh, you know fearing for my life and then like giving up. Like literally, yeah. if you know if we're we going go, so we go. fast, yeah. if we're going so fast that yeah. if this thing if this thing comes apart, that's it. I, but, just, yeah, you're not yeah. even gonna know it. Yeah, exactly. It's just gonna be like yeah. it's gonna be like uh, you know that whole uh, six million dollar man thing where the yes. <laughs> where the ship just goes just bursts into flames. Except they're not gonna rebuild. You. Oh, not at all. Yeah, not at all. They're yeah. not gonna find me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah. so if I were to do this, if I were to build a car, uh, it would it would. I would just want whatever body it is. One thing I've actually kind of thought about a little bit mm-hmm. is for what it's worth is I, I, for some reason I've had like a, like, like a thing about Thunderbirds, like old Thunderbird. Okay. And, uh, but with that said, it, whatever it would be, it would be a Thunderbird body sitting on modern shit. You know what I mean? So, so that's another thing. There's a guy in Oregon that makes, he makes modern uh, um, frames, modern uh-huh. chassis for old cars. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, yeah, but uh-huh. that's that's one of the reasons I went with Factory Five is because the chassis that they make are they're CAD designed and right. and sports oriented. It's so I mean you driving around one of these cars like I mean the Daytona Coupe with a, a three forty seven which is uh-huh. not the biggest motor right. um, will outrun a, a nine eleven. Oh. And cornering and speed because they're only like twenty two hundred pounds. Yeah, and they got four hundred fifty horsepower and just screams. Well, man, now that, so. now that and, got... they, and they, you can actually turn them. You know right. what I mean? It actually corners really well. Well, we'll build your Daytona and then we'll start talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking, man. Whatever. I mean, yeah. it's at some some point if you get the bug and you want to do it, uh, you help me. I help you. Well, and uh, you know, like uh, this is the thing we talked about. This is that when we were kids, you know, you'd pray you to have like the nicest automobile, you yeah. know, a nice automobile, mm. but you know, you're not going to make that money no you know that's why only old guys drive really nice yeah. corvettes well it's all they can afford them what's my favorite movie smoking the bandit mm-hmm. would i like to, i don't want a 77 trans am because right. that car was a piece of shit yeah. right hey my brother's got a 2002 you can buy it's got well, the ls1 in it i would like i would like the the five seven i would like the 77 body of the trans am oh, but okay. again on you know with yeah. the you with know a decent chassis and by the way i have i have a hate on on general motors now because they stopped making pontiacs okay i know that was a jump but yeah yeah well we are we are there are we at, are we on, on time uh we're probably close right enough there. i think so i think right. so so uh, anything to add for this particular hodgepodge not really i think this was a good one though I like yeah. the conversation a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, one of the things to let anybody who actually cares about any of this stuff that we right. talk about, I think what's going to happen, uh, our plan here is that um, I, I, I ordered my car. I changed car bodies. Uh-huh. There's a whole story around that. But they called me the other day, and my car is actually going to be done uh, uh, being manufactured on June 10th. Okay. And then it's going to take a few weeks for them to get it shipped. Well, I have to ship it. But anyway, um, so a couple of weeks before that. So it would be like July before the mm-hmm. car even shows up. And then um, I think Tony and I are going to come up with a plan, and we're going to build this car together, and we're probably going to make it like a YouTube build video series. 100%. And um, so anybody who cares about cars and wants to follow our shenanigans, uh, we're going to end up with a YouTube channel. I think this is going to become a whole thing. It was going to yeah. be uh, YouTube, podcast, 
whole night. I mean, again, I don't think it'll replace this podcast, right. but this podcast will definitely have episodes devoted to our efforts. Yeah, I think so. Because it'll be fun. It'll be learning. I've been watching a lot of build videos on on some of the details on how to do it, and it look it looks like it's going to be fun. And I think I've mentioned before one of my favorite parts about doing this car from in this way. All the parts are brand new. It's clean. You don't have to sandblast rust and yeah. 40 years worth of corrosion. <laughs> I remember. Uh, you just put this stuff together and I it's remember, like, uh, it works. I remember the very first. Yes. I think that's a, the very first car I would, and, and not knowing much about uh, rebuilding or anything like that. I was with a friend. Uh, it was He had a Camaro. I think it was a 74, 73, something mm-hmm. like that. I had like a small block Chevy, not a 350, maybe like a 327 or something mm-hmm. like that. We pulled that engine out, and I remember not, we didn't know shit. He mm. knew more than I did. I was just following along. Mm. So he pulls that manifold off, you know, and uh, and we look down in the, into the lifter valley, mm. and uh, it was just like like almost like it looked like tilled earth. You know what oh, I mean? Shit. Like so much, so much oil. I think they'd put sawdust in there. That used to be a thing, Holy you God. know. And so so and and you can see like the lifter or the the rods. The, the the lifter whatever uh, push, push rods, rods yeah. yeah push rods like this di- disappearing into this like muck you know oh, Jesus. solid muck and I was like I remember saying is it supposed to look like that <laughs> and he was like and I, he knew, like I don't know and I remember like you know he scraped that crap out we took it to the machine shop had them back the engine uh-huh. and you know they did the whole thing where they made sure the block wasn't cracked right which it wasn't you know and I did but that was such a disgusting mess. Yeah. So the fact of like not having to rebuild yes. or having a clean build. Yep. That's yeah. a, that's a big, that's a big benefit for yeah. me. It really is. Well, Cause I, when I did my 53 truck, man, I can't tell you how many times I go underneath it and, and try to change something simple, just whatever. And you just turn a screw and rust falls in your eye. And you're like, God. It's not even safe. It's really frustrating. Right, it just gets breaks. really frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I so. get it. All right. Well, that another good one in yeah. the can. All yeah, right, man. So, so, uh, so again, this this was Tony with Doug, and uh, and we're gonna call it there. I hope everybody has a great day. Yep. Enjoyed the uh, enjoyed the hodgepodge, and see you next time. Bye. This has been an Analog Spectrum production and presentation. We appreciate you listening to our podcast. It means a lot to both me and Doug. As always, we're looking for topic suggestions, folks to interview and friends to join us on the show. If you can help with any or all of these, go ahead and send a quick note to analogspectrum, that's all one word, at gmail.com. Are you curious about our past uploads? Go check out our website. You'll find the link in the description. Finally, for any cast you've enjoyed, please leave a comment and a review. For that last part, it would mean a lot to us if you'd make it five stars. Don't forget to share us with your friends and family. Thanks again for taking time out of your busy day and spending time with us. There's nothing better than hanging out with you and all our friends in this crazy analog spectrum world.